Yo, what up, what up, what up? This is the Lazy Philosophers Podcast, and we are back in the building. So, guys, I am currently watching the Michael Jordan documentary. And by currently, I mean I am not watching it at this moment, but I am in process of watching the, the Last Dance on Netflix. And one of the things that really strikes me about it, something I had actually forgotten, was how charismatic Michael Jordan is, especially when he was playing for the Bulls. And it made me think a lot about the subject of iconic. What does it mean to be iconic? Now, there's been a lot of talk about, like, who is the greatest athlete in history? And this is going to function kind of as an ode to Michael Jordan, but I'm sure I'll talk my way into some insight. But one of the things, so I got in a debate with a couple people online, as I do, and they were saying that Michael Jordan isn't even top three athletes ever. They said it was Tiger Woods, Wayne Gretzky, and Michael Phelps. Now, here's the thing. If we're talking about sports dominance, um, I'm going to be prejudiced um, and say that I... Think swimming, you know, um, like, yeah, Michael Phelps is good at swimming. Cool. Um, I don't see people lining up to buy swim trunks to be like Phillips. Phelps, right? I don't see people buying wave caps saying I'm going to be like Michael Phelps, you know. Wayne Gretzky. I hadn't heard the name Wayne Gretzky in years. Um, and I knew who he was. He used to play hockey as a kid. For those of you who don't know, he's the greatest hockey player of all time. He was incredibly dominant at the sport of hockey. Legendary. Great athlete. But once again, Michael Jordan, in terms of global impact, you can't, you say Wayne Gretzky in China, and they say who? You say Wayne Gretzky in India, and they say who? You say Wayne Gretzky in certain neighborhoods in America, and people are like, what are you talking about? But you say Michael Jeffrey Jordan? Michael Jordan's name is synonymous with being successful, with being powerful, with defying the odds. So I'm not saying, and now people are like, well, you know, that's not all that goes into being an athlete. Of course not. But if we're going to go down to strict textualists of what it means to be an athlete, how limiting of a sport is hockey compared to basketball? A sport where you don't have to jump. A sport where you're abil- where half the country can't even compete because it's on skates. There's price barriers. Most of the world doesn't play hockey. When you talk about f- swimming, swimming, yes, swimming works out every muscle in the body. And as you swim 200 meters, 400 meters, I am sure that that is grueling. I'm not a great swimmer, but I'm going to tell you, there is when I watch swimming at its proficient, see, when I'm watching swimming happen, I'm not watching the meta team work. I'm not watching people jump 50 inches in the air, jump clear over people. I'm not watching people press up against people 400, 300 pounds and competing for something that's right in front of them which is a ball that is, has its own whims 
its own type of destiny. The agility, the attention to detail, the hand-eye coordination that is necessary to play basketball at elite level. Come on. The God-given height combined with the quickness. Come on. And Tiger Woods. Now, Tiger Woods is definitely, in a sense, iconic. And golf lives and dies by Tiger Wood. I knew a guy, I was in the back of an Uber back in um, 2016. And he, his business was that he, he owned a golf store, but it, it was hard times because Tiger wasn't playing. He said, literally, he said, the second there's a high line about Tiger, he said, business starts booming again. So I... I I don't disagree that Tiger's importance to his sport might rival that of Michael Jordan, but I don't think that you when you when you look at people playing golf, you look at the athletes playing golf. I'm not saying they're out of shape, but then you take them and you put them next to NBA athletes. Who 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 do you, who do you think who's the better athlete? Who do you think has the build of something that you could never achieve gods in the modern day one in 10 million physiques it's not the case but that isn't just what makes michael jordan in my opinion the greatest athlete of all time and because i think to be the greatest athlete of all time it's not just about what you could potentially do or the things that other people can't do that you can do. To me, because it's such a subjective cluster of things, I think, I think now when you talk about Michael Jordan, you talk about the impact, the story, the will. Michael Jordan to me, is a modern-day Hercules. And the reason I say that is because Hercules was man, but he was blessed by the gods, right? He was Zeus' son. And he could do things, feats, that no other person could do. But that's, that's the thing, is, is that Michael Jordan is not like when you see Wilt Chamberlain, who is my favorite basketball player of all time. And in, in my argument, in my estimation, the most talented athlete who's ever lived, the man was seven foot two, could jump 50 feet, 50 inches in the air. Just, you look up Wilt Chamberlain feats of strength, and he's a once in a lifetime person, once in, a, once in a century person. But the problem with Wilt Chamberlain, and this is, this is the thing, is Michael Jordan, even though he's tall, even though you, if you saw him walking down the street, you'd be like, that's a tall person. He wasn't. He wasn't so big that it was unrelatable. There was, and it's the same reason why people tend to champion for Kobe in a way that they don't champion for LeBron. Is there, LeBron is a, is a freak of nature. Truly a sight to be marveled at. And... Um, he, he's a he, he's a one in 400 million or one in a billion athlete 
but there's a level of him where it feels inaccessible to us. Where his greatness feels like it was divine right rather than force of will. And I know that that's unfair to LeBron because he's a very hardworking man. And he's a man who I think is an exemplar, a model citizen, a person who represents everything you should aspire to be when aspiring to be great. The man made no mistakes in a big sense, you know. But when it when it when you look at him, when you look at him play, you're like, there's a part of you where it's like, I can't do that. There, there, and it's not about working hard. It's just that that your raw talent, what you were given, is more than me. With Michael Jordan, even though he was given a lot, you still felt like. I want to be like Mike because Mike embodies this aspirational quality in an athletic sense. There, there was a struggle. There was a, there was like you, he was he was given a lot. He was given enough to work with, but he wasn't given everything, right? LeBron James is an athlete who who you're like, oh, he was just given maxed out on all physical attributes. While Michael Jordan had like eighty percent of the physical attribute part laid out. Kobe Bryant had like 78% of the physical attribute laid out. Phil Jackson said the only difference between Mike and Kobe was the size of Kobe's hands. But it was that doggedness, that, that will to win. And what I loved, what I loved so much about the documentary is you see the style of Jordan. There, there, there is a, Lack of self-questioning when you're watching a 90s Jordan, a man completely comfortable in his skin, as if you're watching somebody glide through life on an easier level, right? When With social interaction, there's an ease, how everybody, when you see Michael smile, you want to smile. When you see Mike want to do something, you want to be like Mike. And what was interesting was, my friend Clay Horobat said this, I think he was quoting somebody else, but he said, you don't matter until you matter to people who wouldn't have known about you. <laughs> and what he meant by that, I'm butchering the quote, but it's like, at the beginning of the documentary, it starts off with a basketball game in Paris. And, and I mean, he's getting swarmed. By the French. Now, the French don't have the same kind of celebrity, celebrity idol worship that we do in America. And they definitely don't have that for basketball players. And they definitely didn't have it for basketball players in the 90s and 80s. It's a football town. Football country. Football continent. But to be the biggest star in a sport that people don't give a shit about. In a country where they don't speak your language. For a lot of people who don't even look like you, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of MJ, man. And I'm gonna be honest with you. That's that, and that that to me is, is another reason why I, I think MJ's in a class of its own because every young boy who grew up in the '90s, there was a part of him. Sorry, if you hear this honking outside, man. Someone's being an asshole. Um, every young boy in the '90s wanted to be like Mike. No matter what he looked like, 
no matter what his dad was like, no matter what his mom looked like, no matter what you, I lived in Hong Kong when Space Jam came out and everybody wanted to be like Michael Jordan. To me, to do something so well, to do something as trivial as putting a ball in a fucking hole. Well, you have people all over the world wanting to be like you, dress like you, have the same shoes as you. And I think what made him iconic, this is what makes athletes, to me, a little bit different than musicians. And I think one of the reasons why Michael Jackson is the only person, I think, like, to me, the levels of iconicism. Where everybody, where you're, where, where you're synonymous with, with just people know you, people banging you. I remember listening, being in Malaysia, you know, hearing people playing Michael Jackson at night, man. You know, people in China playing Michael Jackson, you know. And they, but there, there was something about Michael Jackson where it was like the way he moved. You know, there's something about movement. What people want to be like you. I think I think it's like the most instinct where, you know, they say like 90 percent of communication is done through body language and through that movement. We feel like we know so much about them. I used to think the bullet chamber was the greatest basketball player of all time. Because he owned all the records. And. um there was something that somebody said it was in a video a few years ago. I believe this, and I would argue people till I was blue in the face, and I still think Will Chamberlain is the most disrespected basketball player of all time. And if you don't like basketball, man, and you're still here, man, you're a real one. But um, when I stopped thinking Will Chamberlain was the greatest basketball player of all time, I still think he was the most dominant. I think he's number two. I think fuck Kareem. I met Kareem. He was a cool dude. Met him a couple years ago in New York. Um, but in in my all time placement, I don't I don't put Kareem ahead of Wilt. But the reason I don't put Wilt at number one, even though I think Wilt has so many rec- records that stupefy, that will never be broken. Like to put in perspective, for those of you who don't know the greatness of Wilt Chamberlain, Wilt Chamberlain played. He averaged forty eight point five minutes per game for a whole season. When there's only 48 minutes in a regular season game. Most rebounds, he ever, 55 rebounds. Averaged 50 points per game for a whole season. Had 100 points in a game. Almost averaged a triple-double as a center. Led the league in assists as a center, man. The dude, this dude, if you, if, you, if you put a challenge out there for him, he, he would do it. But the reason why he's not the best, and this is what someone told me, and this is something where I think this is something that everybody can take. I just stumbled upon an epiphany that you guys can take from this episode. So if you're not into basketball, but there was, it's something called the eye test. And they say the thing that if you... All you have to do to know that MJ is the best is watch Michael Jordan highlights. And you'll look at him play, and there is something about the way that he plays that makes him just look better than everybody else. Like it's the way the game was supposed to be played. 
And I, I watched it. I've watched a lot of clips of Will Chamberlain. But none of them look like the music of Michael Jordan playing. And so since then, I've, been, I've quietly retreated my... I'm an advocate for Will Chamberlain. But I'll never forget that. And it's true. And what I mean by this is that the eye test... The eye test is the test for all of us. If someone were watching your every day, would they know your goals are your goals? If somebody was watching your every day, would they be saying this person's on their way to being the strongest version of themselves? Is that eye test? And even though all of us don't have cameras around, we have the all watching eye. The awareness that watches our thoughts. And ask yourself, when your awareness is watching you, are you on the path to being iconic? Godspeed and good night. We love you, MJ.